Welcome to Crushing It, a podcast with notes of knowledge, hints of hilarity, fun forward, and super cheesy, which always pairs well with wine. That's good. Mm. <laughs> a little bit of class goes a long way. That's all I'm saying. Really pleasurable mouthfeel. On a scale of like prison hooch to a Willamette Valley sunrise, I would rate this. A solid seven. Girl knows what she wants. <laughs> they need to put wine in pounders. I'd like to get my hands on that Methuselah. What is that? <laughs> oh shit about this wine. <laughs> hey, this is crushing it. <laughs> crushing it. Woo! I'm Sarah. And I'm Carly. You always effing woo over my name. Well, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> it's just so exciting. It is Sarah so and Carly. All right, Carly. This week, we get to travel to Siltstone Wines. Yes. Yes, we do. First time for both of us. Yeah. I don't know why or how that's a fact, but it's a fact. Well, there's a lot of wineries out here, so, you know, we're, <laughs> we're doing our best, but we definitely haven't made it to all of them. Not yet. Um, always fun to try something new. Yeah. Even even for us, I mean, we've lived here for so many years, and uh, we're still finding those new places, which is super fun. So if you live around here, if you don't, shoot, try something new. <laughs> That's right. Uh, branch out a bit, folks. Now, uh, what? Too harsh? Folks. Hey, folks. <laughs> They're crushers. Oh, crushers. Branch out. All right. Here we go. Um, so our standard format kind of from now on will be that we'll tell you a little bit about the winery that we're going to. And we will give you a little bit of information on something related to wine in some way. <laughs> some way. It might be ways to open a wine bottle without an opener. <laughs> hey, give the people what they want. That's right. So I'll start off with a short history lesson for you about ah, Siltstone Wines. Yes, How yes. studious. Um, that's right. Cozy in. Grab your glass. Here we go. Siltstone Wines was officially established in 2000, but the story begins decades earlier. You with me? <laughs> oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to make it creepy. It's not Halloween anymore. I know. You've listened to far <laughs> too many murder podcasts. This is supposed to be fun. This is a nice family and a lovely wine. Wait for it's the twist murder. ending. <laughs> there's no murderers. <laughs> Fine. There's no murderers. All right. Joel Myers grows up in Silverton, and he works on farms starting when he was, like, 10 years old. Um, they actually – he was born in Northern California, but at some point the family moved up here, and so he um, grew up in Silverton. In 1968, he helps the Letts. Does that name sound familiar to you? I don't know that last name, but now I'm going to ask some people. I'm I'll tell ask you. my people. It's okay. I'll tell you. The Lett family, specifically, we're talking about David here, is known as a pioneer of wine growing and making in the valley. 
because he is the um, founder of Irie Vineyards. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, you're with me now? Yeah, now I'm with you. <laughs> and um, Joel had met the Letts through family, friends, in Sacramento. So in 1968, he helps them plant their vineyards in the Dundee Hills. In 1976, he takes a semester off from college. I like his style. And he goes to uh, <laughs> Germany, Austria, and Yugoslavia to check out vineyards and wineries and kind of see what sort of research they've got going on. Shoot. I should have done that. Called it research as well. I know, right? And then in 1979, Joel graduates from the University of Oregon. With a degree Ooh. in geography and environmental science. Very I won't hold sir. it against him. You cannot. He's um, giving you sweet nectar from it. That's true. All right. So then, while he's searching for a job in that um, field, he ends up taking a temporary harvest position in the Les Vineyard at Irie. That was a temporary position, but he eventually ends up taking a permanent position as the vineyard slash seller manager. You with me so far? Yeah. Okay. I like right. where this is headed. Oh, yeah. Now comes the love story part. Oh, I love this part. <laughs> Louise Bernards, she was a teacher and an artist at the time, was also working for the Letts. So they met, and then they married in 1981 and traveled to Switzerland to work with top researchers in wine physiology and management. Why not? Dang. <laughs> that was your honeymoon, right? Oh my gosh. Talk about an education. No joke. Yeah. They just keep going after the knowledge. Wow. All right. So um, when they return, Joel has this kind of new vision for Oregon viticulture. And so from there, that is when he founded Vine Tenders. And this is 1984. So, um, Vine Tenders is a management, is a vineyard management company, and they work with the belief that many problems that are encountered in the cellar could be mitigated by work and prep in the vineyard. So, the problems that happen as you're making the wine in the cellar, if you did some upfront work, could mm, be, if not lessened, but even maybe eliminated. Wait, the other way around. If not eliminated, maybe lessened. <laughs> Yeah. You got it? Okay. Hey, it's your story. <laughs> Doing a great job. Now, the Vine Tenders logo you will see later because it does feature on labels and corks in um, Siltstone Wines. Yeah. All right. So that was 1984. So then we're going to fast forward to 2000, and the Myers make the first vintage of Siltstone Pinot Noir. And um, their idea is to use all of the research and knowledge they have about vineyard management decisions to make the best possible wine. They did a pretty good job. They did Today, a great job. They did a great job. It's true. Um, like so like that, they need my, my praise, but, you know, <laughs> for what it's worth. That's right. What is your problem? I feel like I missed <laughs> the part where um, – I feel like I missed the part where they planted that uh, Guadalupe vineyard. Hmm. You know, Didn't I? Um, I don't remember reading about it, but I do remember hearing the story about it. Okay. Uh, so from... we'll learn that from Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, from okay. Lucy. And she gives us a brief history as well, kind of her personal take on it because she works for the family. 
So um, today, this tradition carries on with Joel and his wife, Louise, and their sons, Joey, John, and David. Um, they produce around 1,500 cases from the Guadalupe Vineyard, Blacktail Vineyard, and Owl Ranch Vineyard Group. The, uh, hmm, no. And then they also have a premium Pinot Noir label, J. Myers and Sons, and that is a wine that is only made during exceptional vintages. So this is a real family winery. This is, you know, they, they started decades ago. It's a labor of love. And so the wines that they make today, I think, really show that. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate the family aspect that they have. Um, I know that um, David and his wife are uh, still very active at the tasting room that we visited and um, play a large part uh, and a large role at the winery. Um, and then... Fun fact, Sarah, I actually went to school with John. Uh, we were in the same graduating class in high school. And so I've known John Myers for a very long time. And uh, just kind of a funny, I had no idea that his family actually owned that place and had been working in the wine industry the entire time that we've been alive. So kind of a cool little run-in in this small town of McMinnville. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He hid, see, there is a twist. He hid that secret from you. All right. So that is your history lesson. Awesome. What do you got for us, Carly? Yeah. So we're going to learn quite a bit about, obviously, the wine at Siltstone and uh, the different vineyards that you were talking about, Sarah. Um, and kind of Lucy kind of brings us through a little bit of these three different vineyards. But the uh, cool part is that they're actually in three different areas of the um, Willamette Valley. And although they are close, they actually are, I don't know if they're necessarily in, but they're at least around three different AVAs. And the Willamette Valley has seven AVAs. And uh, of course, AVA, I had to look it up just to make sure, but <laughs> just, to, just to make sure. But it's been a it's while been, since someone's asked been a you. While. Nobody really quizzes me on that anymore. So it's kind of like use it or lose it. And apparently I lost it. So American viticulture area. And correct. These, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Phew, pass that test. Okay. So the American viticultural areas of the Willamette Valley, the AVAs, and these AVAs are so noteworthy due to their distinctive climate, the soil that is, uh, of course, uh, just wonderful, rich soil in these different areas, the elevation, and then, you know, just other physical features that kind of make it distinct in that, um, in that way of wine production. So at Siltstone, we get to visit three-ish is what uh, Lucy was kind of referring to. So that'll be a really fun thing. We are going to continue kind of popping up with these different AVAs as we travel through Willamette Valley. So I'm just going to make sure that 
at some point we always talk about what AVA we're in, but, um, that's kind of what I figured out as of right now, just, you know, the kind of what it is. So that's a good little wine lesson. Some people don't know those things. That's true, Carly. Can you name the seven sub AVAs mm. of the Willamette Valley? Mm, the sub AVAs. Okay. So because let's see. the Willamette Valley is one big AVA, right? But because there's different soil types and all that throughout it, then they've also classified these sub AVAs. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. So Willamette <laughs> Valley AVAs. So the sub AVAs. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Okay. Um, Shahala Mountains. Mm-hmm. Dundee Hills. Great. Eola Amity Hills. Beautiful. McMinnville. I'm like working my way down. Okay. Um, Ribbon Ridge. Uh, Yamhill Carlton. I believe the Van Duzer Corridor is now considered. That is the newest. An ABA. Yeah. Nice Laurel, job. thank you, thank you for uh, are you still going celebration? Yeah, I'm still going. But that was um, seven. So what are you naming now? Well, apparently there's more. I think <laughs> I was naming. I think I talked about seven ABAs. Well, no. Now I don't looking, know what. What are you looking at? <laughs> I don't know because now, now I'm not sure. Now I've confused myself because there's still Laurelwood, Tualatin Hills. Are these all ABAs? I don't I don't know those ones. <laughs> One, Not in two, our world. Three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, okay. I know. Ah, uh huh, uh huh. So Van Duzer Corridor AVA yes. just went into effect January two, uh, 2019. Correct. Tualatin Hills and Laurelwood are coming soon. They will be approved in June 2020. Holy moly, breaking Breaking news. news. Oh Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to correct it again to nine. Well, yeah, coming soon. Okay, so looky there. Not only are we learning a shit ton today, but Uh, we just broke Willamette Valley AVA news on our podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be news to all of the people in the wine industry. It's going to be news to whoever <laughs> listens to this. They're going to be like, shoot, what? Say what, girl? And I'll be like, yeah. Woo! I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this means I should probably be working more at the winery. Like, I'm missing out on things. Well... <laughs> I mean, to be real, I had to use the Google to find this breaking news out, but still, yeah, breaking news nonetheless. That's all right. It's the uh, realm of online learning, so you're allowed to use Google on your <laughs> on your quizzes. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody does it. Everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Shall we uh, head off, or do you have any other breaking news for us? Shit, no. I just, I need some wine. You that quiz... Any- that quiz that I just gave, this verbal quiz on AVAs. I don't understand. I thought our understanding was that we had wine when we were recording. I know. What are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you. Yeah. I have a 2012 that I opened last night, and uh, 
It's calling my name. Yeah, I bet it is. That sounds much better than what I'm having. Probably. But, you know, you make do. Say la vie. Um, That's French. Also, by the time this podcast airs, you and Nick will have celebrated another anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. Yeah, year two. So From year your two sister wife. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, year two, year of cotton. So hmm, Nick is in for a, a, yeah, he's in for a real treat. I'll make sure to show you guys on the Instagram uh, what he gets because it's awesome. <laughs> All right, and tomorrow's the 11th, so we'll have to uh, cheers with some 2011. Absolutely. But Pop for now, open. you grab a glass of what you can find and come taste with us. Hells yeah. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey. We made it. I'm hey everybody, we're so here. Too much. Here I am. <laughs> Welcome to Siltstone Wines. Oh, yay. Yay, Sarah, we are at Siltstone Wine Winery? Wines. Vineyards? Siltstone Wines. Siltstone Wines. And we are um, being hosted by the lovely Lucy Belleville. Hi, Lucy. Hello, hello. Yay. Yes. Uh, so we're here, we're tasting, and it's really nice we're the only ones here. Yeah, the only VIP ones. experience, just for you guys. Yes. Open it up on a Friday night. That's what That's we right. do. We're VIPs. <laughs> we have over 40 followers. Yes, we do. On Already? Instagram. You guys yes. have only released one episode. Thank you for noticing. Yes. Um, the Instagram, it, the game is going. Let it do I don't it. know. Yeah, just let it do its thing and you'll have like 900 tomorrow. Thank you. Yes. First question. <clears throat> Start it off. Your Instagram name is Willamette Valley Wine. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Willamette Valley Wine. I initially started that actually. It was just like this idea I had when I was working up on the hill at Willow Kenzie. And I was like, there's nobody that visits that's my age. And I was like, I want to make this more of a approachable subject, like tasting wine for people who are like college aged or like a little bit younger like I had just turned 21 when I started working there so initially I started like Willamette Valley wine girl and I was like this is gonna be fun and like peppy a little bit and I'm pretty outgoing so I was like this will fit the, the script right I love this already and then <laughs> and then I started working here and I was like you know what might as well just try to change it to Willamette Valley wine because that handle would be so cool to have uh, and it was available it's it was available and then i don't know how how i know you have it right? <laughs> and i said we're gonna, we're gonna i gonna do it and then i think you followed us maybe and i was like how does she have us <laughs> alley wine so funny well she it was smart it was dormant Very. for like seven or eight months i just had the handle and i was like worst case scenario i'm selling this handle <laughs> like yes. i will find somebody to buy it from me and then I just kind of started, I wanted to say, I probably posted like seven posts in a day just to get the ball rolling. Like, this is what it's about. Like, I'd kind of just been like saving content. And then after that, it was maybe like once every couple months I'd post on it. And then when I actually had time to like go tasting and like really 
like put words to what I was doing, I started creating more content and just kind of now I don't have a schedule or anything. I just, when I have some content, I'll post it on there and yeah, it's awesome. been really fun. Yeah, that's so fun. Just connecting with people. In the I love industry. that. And it goes right with what we're trying to do because we're trying to make wine more approachable for people who are scared to do it or whatever. So we just kind of say we ask the stupid questions so you don't have to. I love that. And it's so cool so that you guys started it together. <laughs> yeah, be ready for real stupid questions, Lucy. <laughs> Coming at you. Yeah, right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> because we're total opposites. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a good mix of you two, though. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I love it already. Are you trying to come on board? <gasps> yes. Don't tempt me like that. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Should here we get we this ball rolling? Yeah, might as well. So. Let's do this. We're here to drink some wine. We just had an interesting week. Me too. It's been a it's been a long week, but a very short week. Yeah. Kind of like uh, this year, a little bit. Yes. yes. And to, mm -hmm. for a reference point, we're tasting on a Friday night of election day. Day <laughs> You mean election four? day three? What day yeah, is they this? Still, they still keep on election day coverage. And I'm like, well, let's just call it election week at this it's point. It's going to be election month by the time it's done. So yeah, we still don't, yep. we can yeah. all still don't know. Still don't still know. And, um, yeah. So, things are, things are great. so let's Might drink well to that. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, yes. you guys. We'll start out with our 2017 Blacktail Pinot Gris. So we have two estate vineyards, Blacktail Vineyards behind me here. We have about, I wanna say 15 acres planted. And then we have a vineyard called the Owl Ranch Vineyard outside of Carlton. So we make our wine in Carlton. That's where our facility is, right? In that big red building? Exactly. Okay. So right across from that old grain elevator, which has now transformed into Flanor Wines. Um, but yeah, this is our Blacktail Pinot Gris. It's bone dry, as some would say. But it has a lot of fruitiness. I do say that, I actually. Say that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, yeah, it does have the fruitiness, though, to balance it out. So it it's kind of a nice transition wine from summer to fall. Mm -hmm. Like, I drink it on Thanksgiving, but I'd also drink it middle of May when the sun's coming out. <laughs> so yeah. that's always a good one to have. Mm -hmm. That transitions well. Mm hmm a good one for family too because you know mom and grandma will drink it. Mm -hmm. And that's another one like our Sauv Blanc's the same way like great Mother's Day present. Moms love it. Gotta love it. Mm -hmm. A little Sauv Blanc. Oh we get to try that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Oh you're reading ahead? Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 How studious of you. You must be a teacher or something. I see your winks. <laughs> I wish I could wink. That would make life a lot more interesting. You cannot wink? Like, it's not comfortable. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. And it's only with this eye, so if you're on this side, I'm going to count you out. Interesting. I've been through that. Well, slow mo it. I dare you. It's real painful. I don't know if oh, I can. Well, fun fact if you come to Soapstone, you won't get winked at. <laughs> Ooh, you <Yeah>. might. <laughs> and it'll make you really uncomfortable. Is she okay? If you thought you liked right. me before and I wink at you, it'll that'll just go right out the window. Interesting. So I always stand on my right side. <laughs> that got her. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Does the flight change often? Um, no, it doesn't. We 
I mean, with vintages, yes, but right. with the main idea, no. We pretty much keep it um, steady throughout. Which is awesome because you've got whites, a rosé, and a couple pinots. Mm -hmm. Well, and we're 1,500, 1,500 to 2,000 case production, depending on the year. So very small production. Very small, yeah. Um, so you pretty much get to try a little bit of everything that we produce, which is, I think it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. There are six wines on your flight. And it's a $10 tasting fee. Mm -hmm. Am I reading that right? Yeah, waived. If you if you buy, so the $10 tasting fee, if you buy a bottle, it's waived. So essentially. One bottle? The rosé, $11. People. I want to send you there. home with wine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very cool. It's only fiscally responsible to buy a bottle. Why would you not? I agree. Yeah. That's silly. I try to talk yeah, people are silly. Yeah, well, I'm, it's a dollar difference. I mean, and then you get to drink something later. <laughs> yes. And the glasses are complimentary too. So What? It's kind of like a win 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 win. <laughs> the gifts keep They're coming. <laughs> throwing it all at you. Man. Carly, have you ever been here before? I have not. Now I'm wondering <laughs> why. <laughs> all right. Are you guys ready for some Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah. This one is grown at our Owl Ranch vineyard. So it has or I should start here. It's a Sancerre style of Sauvignon Blanc. So cooler climated style. The Willamette Valley is a lot cooler than like California or New Zealand. So we're kind of mimicking the Sancerre region of France with this one. A little bit more fruity than that herbaceous grassy Sauv Blanc that so many people are used to. Um, Ooh, it's, I like it's the out, nose. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, yeah. really fun wine. Buddy, come here. Oh. Next up on the tasting flight, Sirius. <laughs> <laughs> we like him. You'll find Sirius on uh, our Instagram, Crushing yeah. It podcast. He loves roosters. So our owner, Louise, actually does all the artwork in here. Um, oh, cool. It's, it's multi mixed multimedia, I think that one is. She does a lot of different forms, too, which is wow. amazing. A couple of the new ones popped up the last few weeks. I love when she puts new artwork in here. Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> There's a new rooster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but her, so I think she's one of this one nine. Looks like us. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Read the. Which one are you? Oh no. What? The title of it. Oh, what? What? <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Is there another one? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. that's us right now. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, her, she's one of nine kids, I believe. Her brother would like go by on the highway when our building first was put up. So we had like a while between when the building was actually standing and when we opened mm -hmm. due to the fact licensing and whatnot, we had a lot of hoops to jump through. So he got together with his buddies and they were talking about this building and one of them popped off with like, is that that chicken house looking thing on the side of the highway out there? Cool. <laughs> so she has a home for all of her chickens now. <laughs> Which one are you? I'm the cute little one. Are you? <laughs> mm. That's nice. Thoughts and prayers, Sarah? I like this. What do you think? Agree? Agree. We agree. She's always throwing whoop whoop. prayers at me. She's always praying for me. <laughs> Bible? Somebody has to. <laughs> it's not working.
working. I keep telling her. It's not. All week. Drink up. Yeah. Pac-12 football starts again tomorrow. Yes. That'll be good. Something else to look forward to. Thank God. Mm -hmm. With not quite any fans, but... With not any fans. It's almost a good thing. Because then, again, back to your couch. Drinking wine on the couch. Perfect. That's right. And you're warm. That's the thing (laughs) that gets me. And you can see every play. (laughs) Really well. (laughs) Those cameras are good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Because that's why we go to football games, is to watch the plays, right? Some people do that. Yes. (laughs) Fun fact about me, was never drunk once in college at a football game. I watched every single one because I was a fan. I also got called out by the quarterback my freshman year. I feel like you're lying right now. Swear. And I was very upset with his performance. No, this is a very fun fact. (laughs) Unfun. Unfun fact for Friday. What do you, you mean, like, me. he was on the field and he's like, Carly, drink! You well, better drink. take a shot right now, otherwise I'm going to throw the no. game! I said, what are you doing out there? And he turned around and he's like, I'm doing my best! And I was like, oh. Oh, he, you're sorry like, about that. It was one of those. You're those. like, I'm really it sorry, that's your best. Years, yeah. <laughs> well, that's every year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not every year. <laughs> All right. Chardonnay is exciting. Next up, yes, Chardonnay. So, younger, it's a 2019 Chardonnay. Um, this is actually only our second vintage of Chardonnay. So, started making it last year. Deci- they decided to do neutral oak. So, not as harsh as a stainless, a little bit softer, and then not as much oak flavor imparted on it than a new oak barrel aged Chardonnay. It's nicely balanced, in my opinion. I love Chardonnays. If you don't like Chardonnay, though, like if somebody comes in and they're like, I'm anything but Chardonnay, I twist their arm to try this one, and usually they end up liking it. Because they're thinking of those, like, over-oaked The California-style, mm-hmm. oaky, buttery, lots yeah. of mallow on it. We don't find many of those around, around these parts. Around these parts. That's not, not really, really the Oregon Chardonnay way. No, it's Mm-mm. not. Thankfully, in my opinion. Oh, that's super fun. Okay. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Sarah. How'd you get into wine? Okay, this is kind of fun. Yay! So Not unfun. Like, I... Unfun fact Friday. <laughs> no. okay. It might end up being like that, actually. I'm a terrible storyteller. We'll decide. We'll decide if it's a fun fact. So. I can edit. Fun fact, I'm the youngest of five kids, so I was like the designated driver when I turned 16. Everybody was just about 21 in my family except me. So There's that many years between you and Jack? Jack is four years older than me, so he's so, 22. Wow. I was always a designated driver. Couldn't wait to taste wine. I was always so stoked about it. When I got to college, obviously wasn't super into nice wine, considering... It's college. It's college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody but, is. Yeah, my cousin worked at Willa Kenzie, and my parents were club members there, and they they really enjoyed going up there, close to Mac, so I'd always drive them up there. Once I turned 21, I was like, yes, like I can finally actually taste with you guys, and Mm -hmm. so the first time I went up there tasting, actually, um, we just like got to talking, and I ended up having an in there with my cousin, so started working there, and this is right after... Less than a year after Jackson family acquired Willow Kenzie, mm-hmm. 
So it was a really interesting place to start working and I really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but then I came here to taste and Heather, my oldest brother is really good friends with the Myers and ended up working out to, to move over here and work for Siltstone. And it's a different world, a completely different world. But that's one thing that I really love about the Oregon wine industry is that you have, we're both in Dayton, so you have Domain Serene, which is like super high end, very much here, you know? And then you have, I mean, us like very small family owned winery and we're five minutes from each other. And that's just, I kind of speaks volumes to the Oregon wine industry, like not only the price point and like the wine, but like they're both very quality wine. And you just, it's a completely different experience. Like you could in one day hit four different wineries and have a completely different experience at each one. So anyway, I kind of veered off a lot, went on a huge tangent, but. No, I like it. It's all good. And (laughs) we really like tangents. Here's another fun fact. No, get ready for it. This is Fun Fact Friday. Lucy's interview for Willa Kenzie was, happened <gasps> you were? right in front of me when I was working at Liz Elizabeth Chambers. Oh, how funny! Tasting room. They yeah. Came to Elizabeth Chambers. Oh, yes. It was I thought it was so interview. funny. That's very bizarre. Where I was like, oh, I remember you. Um, are you twenty-one? And the answer, of course, was yes. And then I asked why she, you know, oh, do you want to do a taste? What are you doing? Oh, she's here for an interview, but not with us. Us meaning Elizabeth Chambers when mm-hmm. I worked there. But she was having her interview, and then she got the job. Back on the record. Chardonnay. Love it. To it. <laughs> it is a nice Chardonnay. It is. And I love the uniqueness. I haven't had a Chardonnay like this before. So definitely, just like what we discussed in our first episode, if you think you don't like a wine because of its name, try it. Mm-hmm. Just try it. That's well, what tastings are for, right? Exactly. It's not like you're getting a whole glass or a whole bottle. Just well, taste and to it. break it down, like when I thought of wine, like I thought that every single, like this was the type of wine. This is Chardonnay. So all Chardonnays must be the same, right? But that's not true. It's totally dependent on the winemaking style. Chardonnay is just the varietal grape. So. You could throw it in a shoe and call it Chardonnay. Don't, let it age. I don't mean, do that. I, you could do it, but I wouldn't recommend That's drinking it afterward. <laughs> That's that prison hooch that oh, the uh, garage wine. Our super awesome refers <laughs> to our wonderful husbands uh, do the intro for us. Sorry, did and you say our wonderful husband? <laughs> husbands. Yeah, we don't share a husband. Oh, that's why we're in a pod. Actually, sister wives. Sister wives. It's just so awkward. <laughs> they let us out sometimes. Everyone one of us is the favorite. <laughs> but only together. We're only allowed out together. Yeah, we only hang out together. Tell me, they don't know we're drinking. <laughs> What's up with this dude? I like oh, him. Oh, yeah. Isn't he so cute? He's so yeah. cute. He's, what like, is this he's got label? his gra- yes. bag of grapes on the back. Look um, at Yeah, so Joel and Louise Myers actually started out in the industry planting and farming vines. They have a vineyard management company called Vine Tenders Selection. And Joel started planting vines in the 60s, and then Louise and Joel went professionally with it in the 1980s. They've worked planting and farming vines all over the valley. So it's kind of cool to... They were, I think... Louise said they were one of the six, first six families in the wine industry. She talks about how the wine industry meetings were just a group of them at a table, 
And so from that to this, thousands and thousands of wineries. I don't know thousands and thousands, but probably just hundreds and hundreds. uh, Yeah, at least seven (laughs) hundred. There are so many, so many wineries in in this. Are we talking the whole Willamette Valley? Willamette Valley. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you extend it to Oregon, and then if you extend it to the Pacific Northwest, it's just wild. How many are just popping up left and right still? Still. Yeah. We ready for some rosé all day? Um, but the guy originates from their vine tenders label. So he's carrying a bag of grapes because they farm and harvest. So that's awesome. Does he have a name? Um, I don't know Steve? his name. Mm, he doesn't look like a Steve. Ivan? Ivan. Ah, we could go with Ivan. Ivan's Heather's um, son's name too. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a family <laughs> name now. Cute. Perfect. You knew that. I just like the detail, the mm-hmm. fact that it's on the label for the bottle and on the cork. That's really cute. Yeah. I love vine. Oh, that was six. I don't have it. So this is the vine tender selection one. I like it. Yeah. He's a cute guy. Hard worker, clearly. Obviously. Like the rest of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Big calves. You don't have to be fancy to enjoy Big calves. <laughs> What Carly likes in a man. <laughs> what up, big calves? calves. <laughs> Dang. Did you see his calves? Nice calves. Did you see those calves? <laughs> Did you see how his short pants show off his calves? So now oh. I know what it's like to go on a walk with you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Walktails? Walktails. Good times. Yeah, no, this is just water in this Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what we told people. So mm-hmm. it, it's the okay. truth. So when the um, shutdown happened, mm-hmm. and Carly and I were still neighbors, mm-hmm. that was better how, times. Um, how we felt comfortable still hanging out. So just Cause, I would see you guys every now and then on the walk too. The, yes. Mm-hmm. Your dog. Dog, I guess. Was it mm-hmm. a different dog? Mm-hmm. It was that dog. Who's that dog? I don't remember that dog. Such that a good pretty. dog. I'm picturing like a. Because you were looking at me, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know Lucy. Who's that dog? <laughs> yeah. Who's that dog in there? But yes, so we would go on a walk and maybe we would take a glass of wine in a tumbler or a Moscow mule mm. or seltzer wine with vodka. With vodka. <laughs> Things got, Times got desperate. <laughs> and then sometimes we would have to stop at our friends' houses and they would give us more wine. I was just going to ask, what if you finished it in the first 15 minutes of the walk? Yeah. But you just answered my question. We so. had stops. We had stops. And we had some people who offered like, hey, if you ever need to, just yell over the fence. Oh, they actually, I, I saw a couple of coolers that. outside on people's front porches and I didn't know it was for you guys. That's for us. <laughs> And, and it should have, yeah. When I move. Mm-hmm. Biggest mistake, honestly. Well, one of my favorite things, I went on a walk with Nick, and the people that we would normally pass would stop and say, oh, oh, you have a new walking partner? I'm like, yes, this one I'm married to. And he said, oh, well, you don't have a drink this time. I'm like, yes. You're like, Yes, I don't have a drink. Correct. <laughs> you're like, don't do you have one for drink. me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Help. You're like, you're the one who brought it up. So, okay, help fact. Mm. only fun facts on Fridays. Tonight's rosé. 2019. A little bit of Pinot Noir. A little bit of 
Pinot Gris in there. Oh, really? oh that's fun. Mm-hmm. Rosés, not just for summer, folks. Mm-mm. Winter rosé is a real thing. Not just white Zinfandel anymore. Hmm. <laughs> I hope not. That's been a while. Uh, for I, some of our more mature followers, they'll get that. The younger ones. I never had to deal <clears> with that. <laughs> if you're talking about Franzia, I know all about oh, that. Oh, well, you heard of Franzia? <laughs> was a thing I tried? Hill. Did you ever? Oh, I don't know if I've dabbled Boone. in Strawberry Hill Boone's before. Farm? Boone's Farm. That was the first thing. I also rarely ever saw the oh. actual box that came in, so. Oh, just a bag? That's fair. Like shoved in a backpack, or what happened here? Oh, no. Yeah. We'll have to go through games in one podcast, right? Slap Ooh. the bag. So. Do you know this <clears throat> Yeah. You've heard of it, right? It can get dangerous, especially Do tell like that. Yeah, so you. For the more mature <laughs> listeners. For the mature listeners, oh. please. Okay, yes. You remove the bag from the box. Naturally, step one. Step one. So one person holds it, the other person, you slap the wine bag as you're drinking it. You slap the bag. And that's where that originated from, I mm -hmm. think. I don't have the full history. I wasn't a history major. Where's the game part? <laughs> you drink a bunch. <laughs> you, you just, until it's gone, pass it around the circle. Yep. Yeah, it's not good. Mm -mm. I wouldn't recommend it. I certainly wouldn't What's do it this now. For to try to make it more fun, like this. Turns it into a game. <laughs> oh, slap the bag. <laughs> She's so disappointed. I am very disappointed. Hmm. Okay, we're on to some Pinot Noir. Uh, this is our 2019 Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. So grabbing grapes from both of our state vineyards. More of a light-bodied, like an everyday drinking Pinot Noir. Joel and Louise uh, wanted something comparable to a table red, so like a European idea, um, something that you don't really need an occasion to open. I mean, do we ever, but. <laughs> I just opened a 2012 because it was a, I don't even know what day, Wednesday maybe? Oh. It's necessary this Wednesday. I was going to yeah. say, wasn't Wednesday the day? Or was that Tuesday? Uh, who knows now, but I was like, you know what? It's a 2012 kind of night. Mm -hmm. You made steak. I have just the wine. Mm. Here we go. There we go. Yeah. And then who knows? Maybe this weekend of 2011. Because Ooh. that's how I'm feeling. Mm. Stay out of my fridge. I have my own. We have I to get together and have the 2011 Guadalupe. Oh. Yes. I have a couple of those stuff. An 11 away. party? Oh, yeah. We could have an 11 party and then a 12 party. I've always yeah. wanted to have an 11 party on the 11th of November, but then, whoops, <coughs> I got married that day, so now I that. get to be with my husband instead of having a wine party. So, um, congrats. <laughs> thank you so much. Boys night that night, girls night that night. <laughs> <laughs> we have time to plan. It's next Wednesday. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day, that's correct. And oh, and happy birthday, Marines. There you go. Yes. So you can just if convince him to celebrate all of that instead, and yes. then we can have the 11 <laughs> party. Or I, I kind of ignored the fact that we could just invite him. Yes. But I don't think Did you be. listen to the intro? <laughs> <laughs> well, how long do you think, like a 2019, should sit? That's a good question, because this is 
I haven't seen any other. This is the first 2019 that I've had. We like and this. I'm not is, mad at it either. No, mm -mm. I really like that finish. It's very smooth for a such Brand a baby, mm -hmm. yeah. baby wine. Yes, but that's how they make this one. Is like, oh, like it's gonna be. It's not for putting away. Like this mm -hmm. one's ready to go. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right. So if you're, I don't. Yeah, and I haven't. I don't think I've tasted any other 2019s other than this for Pinot at least. Um, 2018s, yeah. They're still really young though. Mm -hmm. I put them yeah. away for a while. Um, but yeah, I haven't really seen. I, I guess it would be next. Would it be next fall or the fall after that, or spring after that? 2019s actually start showing up on tasting flights. Well, it also depends on inventory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so some places, places you'll see them sooner because they sold out of the other one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were we drinking? 2019? At our last one? 16? Six. 17? What were we drinking? On me. 17s, maybe. That was a lot of wine. I don't remember. We did have too much wine. But also, oh, it's actually, never mind. We had to talk the whole time, but that would mean that actually we're having more wine now. <laughs> <laughs> Because Lucy's doing our job. Thank yes. you, Lucy. You're doing it very well. Mm -hmm. I'm also doing my job, kind of. Right. Mm -hmm. Getting some practice in. Mm -hmm. Now, we're on to the Guadalupe 2015. Um, this one is grown at the Guadalupe Vineyard, which is... Are you guys, do you guys know where the Trappist Abbey Monastery is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's right around the corner from that. Dundee Hills AVA, just on the edge of it. Um, Joel and Louise actually planted this one in 1988. Wow. Nice. We continue to farm it. Um, the couple actually leases it to Kenwright and then we purchase the same block back every year to make this guy. Wow. So as we mentioned earlier, Joel and Louise started out in the industry planting and farming vines of fine tender selection and in 2000 thousand they started making wine for siltstone wines so they continued the planting and farming business and they still do that today too they've scaled it down a little bit but um yeah they want it like they're very family focused they're very generous they're probably some of the best people i've ever met honestly which is it's such a blessing to work for them in that respect um but yeah. Does any of the family still work here? So Joel and Louise own Siltstone. Their oldest son, Joey, works um, for A to Z. And then um, David, who's my manager, Heather's husband, he works for Stoller. And then um, their third son, Johnny, who's the middle, he went to get his degree, or he went to law school, got his degree. Him and his wife moved to Central Oregon, um, but he was in the industry. He owned the old oak for a while and then sold it. Now it's the oak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all of our vineyards are certified sustainable, which is, I think it's a pretty cool aspect to have, especially around here. Like it's a very farming focused area of Oregon. And so to be able to do it sustainably is huge. And that doesn't only carry into the farming practices, but also into how they run their business. So treat their employees right. They um, make sure everything is, I don't know, just done correctly on like a more moral standpoint, I think. 
Well, we haven't tried 15 because we've only done, you know, one episode. Yeah. What do you got for us about the vintage? Mm, this one's still pretty young, so we can try 13 too and compare them if you oh. guys want. That oh, will be really fun. Twist my arm, why don't you? Only if it's Only if you guys loop. beg. <laughs> <laughs> you came on the right day. Do <laughs> so you think 15s don't so, be closed up? I think um, mm -hmm. in a year and a half. It'll mm -hmm. start to really show. I just I think that this is a great wine right now. It's very drinkable. Yep. It's a little like lighter and muted though than I know it's gonna be in a couple years. I gotcha. So Yeah. It does it does taste light. That's the Carly's taste buds aren't working, so she's got nothing for you. Don't tell me. My buds. You have it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My buds aren't I was working. About her buds earlier. She's like, they're not good. And we forgot to tell you that they're actually broken. Yeah. She broke my her buds. Bud. I broke my buds. I burnt my entire mouth last night on my dinner, trying to test it out before I served it to my sweet husband. Somebody's and, excited. And oh hungry. my gosh. See, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm that rooster. Yeah, but I mean, I can taste. Thank goodness, I can taste some of this. But I hope so. Well, you'll be back tomorrow. It hurts. Give it yeah, I'll give it another go. <laughs> yeah, you like 13s? They remind you of 11s a little bit, like a little brother. So the fun one about this one. With the smaller calves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Lucy, were you about to tell us a fun fact? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> fun fact. It blew off Friday. a little bit. Don't you think so? I do. I definitely think so. That one always pulls my leg a little bit at the beginning, but. Calf for your whole leg. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever they want to grab it. <laughs> Depends on if they like calves or not. <laughs> and, then, and then she gives them the That's old week. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're pulling my left leg. <laughs> Interesting. Right. This is the puzzle. I don't know how many male listeners Remember, we have we're right not now, professional. but Lucy, uh, we can have a server in college. I wore a fake wedding ring. Do you still have it? I actually have one that you could probably use. What do we got going here? What I'm size are your binders? Mm, I don't actually know how ring sizes work. Try this on. I feel like this is wrong. It's okay. It won't bring you bad luck. Here, oh, perfect fit. That's dangerous. Yeah. Six, seven. Yep, seven. I might have a good fake seven. I think I have a fake seven as well. I'm yeah. your girl. That we'll could be really fun, actually. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. helpful. Like, people are like, Why are you doing that? It's uh, bad for your tips. Or, or with my left like, hand every time, yeah. yes. Like, or oh, you point. Like, my oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I used to wear my fake wedding ring when I would travel a bunch. Because I hate when people talk to me on the plane. Mm. Oh. And so I would wear it because I don't want Mr. Whoever to just start chatting me up for whatever reason. No, thank you. Fun fact about me. Mm. You know this one. Oh. Mm. Old guys love me. Yes. And it used to be, um, I mean, now it's not as big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But when I was in my 20s, <laughs> she says, mm -hmm. old guys still love me. And so I got some That's very, just very... Wrong proposals and whatnot. Actually, like, mm -hmm. no way. Yeah. Well, yeah. a sugar daddy just slid into my DMs on Instagram. So. I hear that happens quite a bit now. Ooh, I've never had that happen. So that's. I want to know You're more about this. 
how do I? <laughs> Why hmm. are they not? <laughs> well, because she's young and cute. Only every once in a while I get it. I kind of feel uh, oh special gosh. when it happens. Sure. Well. Hi, honey. Oh, no. This is today, 7.43 a.m. Starting out early. Wow. I like, a, I like one who gets up early. Well, well he's been up since 4.30. Yeah. Me too. Drinking, <laughs> drinking coffee, exactly. watching the news. Watching the news. That's There's a lot of that roommate. to watch. That's what me and the roommates do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's actually a real person because usually when, like, um, guys from like foreign countries do this. It's like zero followers, you know. This guy has over a hundred followers, so interesting. That's yes, Red flag up. immediately. He has more than us. <sighs> Tell him to follow us. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> hey, we need respond. Uh, I don't want to be your sugar baby, but I I do need somebody to run marketing for an Instagram account. But I would really like it if you listened to <laughs> download it. Oh no, come on. I sent a screenshot to like our group message. I was Charlie, like, Charlie, I bet you have nice cats. <laughs> I go, I bet he doesn't. One screenshot and I'll respond. Can you send me a cat pic? One cat pic and. But of both calves, because what if they're mm, asymmetrical? That would be yeah, weird. You don't want the weird calves. Mm-hmm. No way. Oh man. Okay. That's great. I'm Back sorry. to business. Back to business. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, how here? much of that can I use? Our glasses have <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> we can use that. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> Wait, which Charlie are you doing? You're doing the Charlie my finger. Charlie my finger. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen Charlie? That's a horse. Candy Mountain. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. This is like 2008 YouTube, and I didn't even know I had memories of this until yeah, right now. So funny. Charlie. <laughs> Yikes. Oh man. Oh. Dreams about Charlie. She's accidentally hey, I'm a sugar baby looking for a sugar. <laughs> t- I wonder if they've ever received one you're of like, those. You're like Nick. This is gonna be the funniest joke ever. The opposite. Like, <laughs> the opposite catfish like, of. I'm a sugar baby. That's not even a catfish. That's a real inquiry. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Am I supposed to be trying these together? Yeah, side by side. 13 and 15. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Just for a little bit of fun. Carly's like, all right, let's make a blend. blend. Tom Tom it together. That's a Dutch bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. I love doing side by sides. Anytime a winery will let you do that, so fun. So how we do the tastings now, like since COVID hit and that we've been trying to like make it a little bit more, well, a lot more sanitary, like we'll serve it. I don't pour from the bottles at all outside or like for the client, client customers. Um, we'll just put whatever, like if there's three of us, we'll oh, put like three pours and then they can just smart. do it on their own. In a nice little cute mason jar. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. And I feel like and it, it fits, fits the vibe. It totally fits this mm-hmm. vibe. That's a cool idea. Very cute. Mm-hmm. And it works. Really, everybody loves it. Like, And it's like if somebody doesn't like Sauve Blanc, then they can just be like, oh, Other like, people can get more. You can have a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which one do you like better? 13. Mm-hmm. 13. Yeah, that's delicious. Not mad at the 15. Not mad at it. 13 is really good, though. See, and the 13, when I want to say... So when I started working here, the first time I tasted here, so before I even started working here, we were tasting the 11, the 12, and the 13 of Guadalupe. Oh. 
That sounds what awesome. What year was this? Take us back. 2018. And so two years ago. Okay. Year wow. and a half, or sorry, two and a half years ago. Yeah. So we were doing an 11, a 12, and a 13 of the Guadalupe Vineyard. And the 11 was my favorite. So many people love the 12 for those warm years. It's they, easy to love. Exactly. Crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. The 11 just has, I'm like more, I kind of go toward like the sweet stuff, like in food, I would say. Like I have a little bit of a sweet tooth, so I like the more acidic wines, mm -hmm. especially Pinots. So when it kicks you back here, I don't know, I search for that in older vintages too. That was the 11 for me, so that was my favorite. 12, beautiful. 13, it was good, but compared to the other two, it was so muted that like I feel like I barely got anything. And it was the last on the flight, so like mm -hmm. palate is compromised sure. a little bit. Your buds. The buds. <laughs> Buds are out. They're mm -hmm. like, we're done. Yeah. We're napping. Yeah. And so seeing it transform from that to what it is now is like two different worlds. Oh, yeah. That's fun. So just the process of it aging in the bottle has, I don't know. I think it's just super cool that wine does that alone. But It is cool. Yeah. These these are synthetic corks or no? Dion, yeah. Except this one. So we changed... And I'm trying to think, maybe 2014 is when we officially switched over to the Dion altogether, but makes it a lot easier for corked wine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> consistency, yeah. Consistency, yeah. It helps. Yeah. Nothing is worse than saving a bottle of wine and opening it to find out. Vinegar. Bing, bing. Hey, that's an awesome flight. That was super fun. Um, delicious. I would definitely come here. You did. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of those places where you're like, how have we not been here before? It's great. You're in McMinnville, right on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. You're getting multiple AVAs. You're getting a huge variety of wine awesome we're right in the middle pretty much the halfway point between the metro area and the oregon coast so we get a lot of people who stop mm -hmm. in from there our actual entrance point is on highway 18 google maps will try to take you to the other side of the property yeah that's where google oh. maps was trying to take me is that right mm-hmm yeah and i said uh, I know that's not right. I know I passed. You could meet uh, Joel and Louise if you, oh, <laughs> if you go over there. That's cool, right? Yeah. That's happened okay. multiple times. Well, so, is there a secret way to get here uh, on Google Maps? Like, it, will it always take you over to their home? Is I that where they live? I think it's like hit or miss because when I first started working here, interesting, it routed everybody to the actual tasting room, and then in the last year and a half, half I want to say of people. Maybe less than that. Maybe 25% of people are like, oh, it tried to take me over there, but like I've driven by this enough. I knew it was right oh. here. Or a couple people have gone there and like knocked on their door. <laughs> Louise is like, if you just go around, it's on the other side. So oh, just looking at uh, Silt Stone Wines on Instagram. Um, is it at Silt Stone Wines? Mm -hmm. Yes. And Shameless website. plug. <laughs> also, so, Silkstone Wines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, website is there. 
the address is there so that you don't accidentally go to the owner's <laughs> house. <laughs> <They're poor. laughs> Reservations are super easy to make on the website oh, too. Oh, look at that. So just scroll right down. Instagram, you, you can say book now. Perfect. That is perfect. There's a lot of happy people on. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we didn't cover that you want to get in? Mm, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We have like, we're doing like a very low key event. I think it's going to be reservation preferred again, but they're tr- I don't know exactly what we're doing yet. So this is a really poor opportunity to say anything, but something, <laughs> something we're going to be open be Thanksgiving happening. weekend. So if you're out and about tasting Thanksgiving Great. weekend, we will be open and we'll have outdoor space to hang out in with fire pits with little fireplaces. Yeah. And typically there's some like special pours going mm-hmm. on too at a lot of places, including Siltstone. Try to have a little bit of extra fun going on here. I like fun. Fun fact about me. Friday fun facts. I love fun. I hate you. <laughs> I was expecting something a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, what them all. It's nearly You can try though. Dinner time. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you guys. Thanks. So much fun. This was fun. Guys, we appreciate you joining us for our second episode. If you're not already, please follow us on Instagram at Crushing It Podcast. Also, if you'd take a minute to rate us or review us wherever you listen, it helps people find us and helps them decide if they like us. Thanks to Lucy Belleville and the Siltstone family for letting us come into your cool space and learn about your wines. As of November 2020, the tasting room is open Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 5. Siltstone Wines would love to have you as a guest. Reservation is preferred, but as Lucy said, if the parking lot is empty, pull on in. Keep an eye on their Instagram for Thanksgiving weekend happenings coming up so soon. Public service announcement, don't slide into Lucy's DMs if you don't know her, or anyone's for that matter. Have some manners, creepy old guys. We made light of it, but it's exhausting being a woman sometimes. Follow-up info on this episode. The Willamette Valley AVA was established in 1984, with sub-AVAs being added since then. Because of its size, and although it's not officially recognized, wine lovers often divide it into the north and south regions, the unofficial line being Salem, Oregon. In 2019, the University of Oregon put out the Oregon Vineyard and Winery Census, which told us that there were not thousands and thousands of wineries, but instead 676 at that time, which is still a crap ton. As always, please email us with suggestions, questions, and corrections. Our email is crushingitwv at gmail.com. Tasting Room Associates, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd send us your funny stories about bad tasting room behavior, we'll keep it anonymous if you'd like, but it will help our listeners learn about what not to do. Crushers, email us your stories about amazing things you've experienced at Willamette Valley Wineries. We'd love to share your stories too. You could also email us with the creative way you've had to open a wine bottle. Pictures encouraged. 
If you've made it to the end of this episode, you get a reward. We are trying to improve the quality and sound. And here's a clip of Carly testing out one of our newer options and being real creepy. Cheers and enjoy. Hide in the other room. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Sarah. Let me tell you a joke. Sarah, that's the one thing. 